What's up, y'all? Welcome back to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. Today's episode is all about falling off. So getting off track, feeling like you're fucking up, right? We always say that about ourselves and we should not. Um, This is how to get back on and some theories I have on falling off, falling back on. And just for anyone trying to get their shit back together, I think that's all of us because I want you all to understand. And I forgot who told me this when I was like, I think I was like a teenager. Somebody was like, life is constantly getting your shit together. That's all it is. It's really you never have your shit together and you're good. Okay, it's always falling off, getting your shit back together. So the better and the more like the smoother you're able to do those things. Um, you're going to set yourself up for success. So this is me. I'm not even going to lie, like falling off of the gym, falling off of taking dance classes, falling off of choreography, teaching. You're definitely not alone, like at all. And I will be fully transparent in this episode because I think, uh, and I'll touch on this a little bit more, but social media has this like illusion You know what I mean? That everyone has their shit together at all times. And it's just like not true. So I'm really speaking to these people today. So like maybe my gym goers, my dancers, my artists. This episode is for y'all. All right. So first and foremost, like I said, I'm not immune to falling off. Okay. I be falling off and then getting back on. Okay. I'm just maybe not as vocal about it on social media so you don't see that side well if you watch my stories you might but if you don't then you would just look at my instagram and be like oh she has it all together no i don't no no the fuck i don't and i also think the more stuff that you involve yourself in then potentially you have more things to fall off of so for me this is like dance classes uh the gym we love falling off the gym and then getting back on that one. <laughs> um, finances even, okay? Like spending habits, teaching, choreography, family, hanging out with family, having time for family, uh, friends. And so what used to happen to me is I would create this like negative snowball in my head. Like, oh man, I haven't been to the gym. I have so much anxiety about going back. Um, I, you know, I haven't, I've fallen off and then I keep going with it and I would keep going with it. Oh, like I haven't been to dance classes. I can't go now. Everyone's going to think that I fell off. I can't, it like, it just makes it so much worse. And then I would end up tearing myself down, giving myself, giving myself imposter syndrome because I'm in complete control over my thoughts, And I would start comparing myself to other people and, you know, say, oh, they they haven't fallen off. They have it all together. And just overall put myself in such a little crappy rut that when you get into this space, it's really self-sabotaging, to be honest. It's very, very self-sabotaging. It's a very... This is kind of taboo, but I say like victim mindset And I know when people hear that, they're like, well, if you're a victim, like it's not your fault. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think that when you stay in this mentality, like it happened to me, I fell off, there's nothing I can do. 
you can't really take like accountability and you can't change things. So it takes you having to fight that victim complex and be like, all right, what can I do from here? Like whatever I fell off, maybe I got sick. That would always happen to me is if I got sick, I would, I wouldn't go to the gym, obviously don't want to spread germs. And then I'd be like, well, I got sick. It's not my fault. But then I create a snowball of continually falling off and then feeling like shit. So it takes a little bit of um, courage to to take that on for yourself and say, okay, I'm not I'm not going to be a victim. I'm not going to be a victim and I'm going to take control. And what what can I do about my circumstances? Now, before we get into these juicy tips I have for you about falling off and how to get back on, I want to make something very, very, very clear. And it's the distinction between being productive and being intentional. And I've talked about this before, but it's so freaking important because I talk to people and they just, it's hard for them to conceptualize this. And I think it really helps when you have that pressure on yourself to be productive. So being productive, we know society loves this, right? We live in a capitalistic society, okay? I didn't make I didn't make the rules. It's just what we live in. Okay. Society loves for you to be productive. They can squeeze every ounce of creativity, every ounce of work, every ounce of drive, anything that they can take from you. Society will take. So being productive is very exhausting if you want to think about it that way. Now, being intentional, it's very individual based because you are placing your attention and focus on something that you are choosing you're being intentional about it so an example of this would be society wants you to go to the gym work out post your results be productive lose weight all this kind of stuff right being more intentional might be like i want to be healthy and maybe Today, being healthy to you isn't necessarily going to the gym, posting your results, losing five, two pounds when you woke up this morning. Maybe it was gentle stretching. Maybe it maybe it was going to the gym. Maybe it was yoga, something more um, more individualized, more intentionalized for yourself. So I hope that's like a clear distinction being productive versus being intentional. Now, another thing with being productive, it's a quick way to burn out. When you just think about what can I produce? What can I produce? What can I produce? You're going to burn out. You're going to run out of things to produce for society. They would love to suck you dry, right? So you're going to you're going to burn out and then you're going to fall off and you're going to continue the cycle. Being intentional. With intentionality, it's a marathon, not a race. So it's not about uh, constantly producing so you're not going to get that burnout okay you're going at a slower more intentional pace that favors what's best for you so it might look slow it might look like slow progress and that's okay that's I think more intentional another thing about being productive is like I said it's going to lead to falling off and 
I put that in air quotes. It's going to lead to feeling like you're falling off with all the drama that's involved with that, right? All the like self-hate, the laying in bed, the not going to class, the self-sabotage, the comparing yourself, all of that, right? That's going to be connected to being productive, being high producing, being intentional. You're not going to have that big fall off. Yeah, you might be a little inconsistent this week here and there, but there's not going to be this big push on pro production. So if you don't necessarily produce this week, this quarter, this year, it's not like you fell off because your intention was to not produce. So you can't be measured on that. OK, so I like to distinguish those two things, because like I said, society, like it's just the culture that we live in. It drives us to feel like if we're not constantly producing and putting out content and creating and making connections and going to class and really running ourselves ragged, ragged friends, then we're not value and we're, we're not valued and we're not being productive and we've fallen off. When really we should be placing the focus on being intentional and being intentional favors things like patience. It favors things like taking things slow, taking rest periods, not measuring yourself in how much you're producing or creating or putting out or how many likes or whatever. Okay. Like I said, production is what our capitalist society wants. So we as a, and that's a whole different, <laughs> that's a whole different conversation. But as artists, we don't operate like that. Art and passion does not operate like this. It's not going to operate in a thriving manner if we're looking at things in order of production. Okay. Art and creativity are free flowing there's going to be ebbs and flows. You cannot mass produce a feeling. You cannot mass produce a creative spark. Your art cannot be mass produced. If you take anything from this entire episode, I hope you just take that because that alone, when I start to feel like ugh, I'm falling off, I have to really like look at myself and my actions and be like, wait, am I falling off or am I just not being as high producing as society wants? I'm being intentional, okay? So no, I haven't fall, fallen off. Or I can look at things and, being like, and be like, you know, I feel like I'm about to fall off because I'm stuck in this lane of producing a lot of content right now or a lot of, um, a lot of output right now and I really need to focus on being intentional and then I don't feel like I'm about to fall off or I'm about to break, snap. I'm about to lose it. <laughs> Okay, beautiful. So we got all the foundation and the prerequisites out the way, okay? Uh, let's get into our tips. And the last one is going to surprise you, I think. My little bonus, um, bonus tip that I have for you guys, okay? So number one tip. We've, re we've recognized, or well, no, we haven't even recognized we we're falling off. We're, we're falling off, okay? Quote, unquote, we have fallen off. Number one, don't fight it. Do not fight it. Just don't. Fight it. When you sit there, because I trust and believe I've been there. I've seen my friends be there. I see my clients be there. I'm not spiraling. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Just Delulu in the bad way. There's a bad way to be Delulu. And I would say that is definitely 
not the time to be Delulu, <laughs> is when shit around you is crumbling. You're going to class, running on fucking three hours of sleep. You're signing up for so-and-so's thing and so-and-so's thing and so-and-so's things. You got $3 in your bank account. Um, you haven't talked to your family in like months and you're over here going to audition. Like it's just not very much balanced. You're spiraling, okay? The first thing I want you to do is accept. You need to accept like this is not working I, I, I've fallen off of a, of a healthy path here. In order to move on, you have to accept it. So you're, you're going to need to accept and stop fighting that you have fallen off so you can move through it. People will get stuck here for years because they don't want to admit to themselves that something is wrong. And like, think about like staying in relationships, you know, that are not healthy that have fallen off um in their health like just not really rehabbing an injury working like continuing to dance on injuries not taking your health seriously uh and your dance goals not being um realistic but still continuing to chase whatever it is you're chasing financially just stuck here not admitting that something is wrong uh, for me, I have experienced this in the past with my teaching. And um, I, I've told this story a few times, too, that coaching, my the way that I coach my clients has really come from me being honest with myself that I fell off. I, I'm not being um, fulfilled the way that I used to be fulfilled. This was back in 20, 2020. 2021 when I was you know trying to be the teacher that everybody else is like teaching every single week multiple classes this and that doing popular like all that stuff and I was like bro I feel burnt out I feel like I've fallen off like it's just not working for me and I had to be super honest with myself that things were not working and in order after I did that I was able to create my coaching program. I love my coaching program. You guys hear me talk about my coaching program all the time. I love it. And it really would not have come to be. And even this podcast would not have come to be if I hadn't stopped and been honest with myself about how I have fallen off as an educator and how can I fix things and get back on. Also, it's important to look at your dance goals. So, um, a lot of times when we think that we have fallen off with our dance goals, we need to just sit there and reassess. Maybe it's time to pivot. Maybe it's time to change what we're either going after or how we're doing it. But if we just stay in this like delusional state that everything's fine, I'll get there. And we're not really like looking at what we, how we're doing it and it's not working. That is what I'm talking about. Like we need to stop fighting it and tell ourselves that we're possibly spiraling <laughs> and it's time to change our path. Number two, tip about falling off. Okay, so listen, FOMO, forget it. If you don't know what FOMO is, it's um, short for fear of missing out. You need to let that shit go. It's fucking you up. 
oh my god everyone is doing so well i'm the only one that's not doing this i'm the only one that's not going to the gym every day posting my progress posting my dance progress i'm not getting books i'm knock it off right now because i'm gonna tell you right now if no one's told you today the internet is fake it's fake as shit even my internet my instagram fake as hell if maybe you know me in person or you watch my stories you see a little bit more but uh if you just go to my page right now it looks so like cookie cutter clean Bitch, that's fake as hell. You think I'm over here posting every single time that I don't want to get out of bed and I don't want to and I'm stuck in a, a doom scroll and I'm uh, not having a good workout or I have a horrible class. No. Why would you post that? <laughs> the bad thing is it creates such an illusion that is damaging because people actually look at Instagram and they actually look at social media and they think like this is real life. Everyone is doing so well. Everyone is so put together. No one's falling off. No one's fucking up. It's a lie. It's such a lie. If no one has told you today, I'm telling you right now, social media is fake. The more that you understand that, then you can understand that you aren't falling off. It's just the narrative that social media wants to keep going. And it's not true. You can't compare yourself to something that's not real. So don't get stuck in this like rut if you're scrolling on Instagram, if you're looking at everybody else's progress, if you're, I don't know what other social media, TikTok, whatever, and you're like, I'm fucking up. You're you're not. People are just not showing their areas that they're falling off. You really don't know what anybody is ever going through. So to look at someone's life via Instagram and think that, you know, you suck because you're not, you know, posting as much as them or doing what they're doing is don't do that to yourself because it's a lie. It's such a lie. Maybe I should post more about, you know, all the times that um, aren't really going well for me. Would that be helpful for you guys? I try to be very um, open and honest with my clients. My clients like know all of my like insider, insider, uh, insider knowledge. But like, yeah, like I feel like it sometimes helps to see other people and their struggles and that's why I, I on here I like to share my story and stuff because it's not all like perfect. And it's always funny when I'm having like a fucked up like day or I feel like I've fallen off or like whatever it may be. And someone's like, yo, you're doing so good. I'm like, where? <laughs> because it's it's so fake. It's really a tool. And you have to remember that. So do not do not look at social media and be like, I'm falling off. I'm falling apart. Now, before we get into the take action part and start rearranging some things and doing uh, that kind of work, we need to visit some self-care. So this next tip is a little bit of self-care and self-assessment because you can't change your outside without working inside first, okay? So tip number three. We need to visit Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Do y'all know about this? Y'all learned about this in school, right? I know you did. 
everybody learns about this in school. It's, um, well, I think so. I don't know. We did in psychology class. Um, this is a psychology concept that basically says in order to get to the top of the pyramid, which includes things like self-actualization, self-esteem, we must first meet the lower half of the pyramid. This lower half of the pyramid includes physiological needs. So that is our basic food, water, sleep, okay? The next step would be safety needs. So money and shelter, resources. And then the next step after that is going to think, be social things. So like love, family, friends, support system. So if um, the, the pyramid acts like this, if those three bottom tiers like aren't met or like if that first tier isn't met, you can't get to the next one. If you, if you're, if you can't, like if you're worried about food and shelter, you're not going to be able to reach self-actualization. You're not going to be able to feel, uh, find safety, money. You know what I mean? Um, you need to start from the bottom up. I love, I really like this. Um, this isn't like new. This has like been around for ages. Um, I like this concept because it, my my problem is like, my basic need is like sleep. I have such sleep issues. I, they're getting better since I've been taking magnesium, but I don't know what it is. I just like, I'm such a, not a night owl, but I just, I don't sleep well. I'm a light sleeper. I'd be popping up. And sometimes I'd be feeling like, oh, I'm fucking up. I'm not doing good in class. I'm, I'm not growing this and that. And like, I get to the end of the week and I'm like, yo, my sleep was shit this week. And I'm like, maybe I just needed to sleep. Like, maybe I, I'm not fucking up. Maybe I just needed rest. You know what I mean? Like, another example. So growing up, I, I you know, single mom household. Um, before my mom graduated and stuff, like, she was a little rough at home. So, like, things about, like, stability. Like, that we, we just weren't really stable. Maybe, like, we were living with my grandma or, like, you know, bounced around. Um I didn't do well in like dance classes then. No, you want me to dance and like have a good time. And I'm worried about like what we're eating for food for like, you know what I mean? Like you can't have like a good time in school if you're worried about like shelter at home and like stability and home life like that. Uh, now, as I've gotten older, um, my home life obviously has gotten better. And like after my mom graduated, like shit was good for us, you guys. But like as I've gotten older, things have gotten better. So I've been able to, I think, reach new levels of confidence for myself. Even in my 20s, like I think that a big reason why I wasn't able to dance and really um, excel on my own as a as an artist is because I was so worried about like where's my next paycheck coming from um, before I graduated I like money was tight money's tight for everybody money's tight right now and um, if you don't have that kind of security then hell yeah like you're you're putting yourself in an environment of dancing and all this stress on you when like baby you need to just worry about like like your next paycheck, like your next like meal, like security, like stability. Don't put that pressure on yourself. That sucks. 
And it really could be as simple as like food and like rest. It doesn't always have to be so like dire, like where am I living next month? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Um, When I was in community college, like there was always the stories of the students that had to sleep in their cars and then they were going to school. And I always just felt so... I felt so sad for them and I I wish there was way more support for them because I'm like, how are you supposed to go to school and like get good grades and like try to better your shit and you don't even have a place to live? That's wild. That sucks. That sucks that we're in a society like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure there's people that are like that where, like I said, they don't know where their next paycheck is coming from and the fact that, we are also telling ourselves we need to perform. We need to be productive. We need to dance. We need to go to this audition. We need to book this job. And it's it's very, um, it's a lot of pressure on ourselves. Um, like I said, even something as simple as food, like if you are feeling like you're not performing well in like a class or like a private or, you know, you can't even think of choreography to create right now. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Do you just need a little rest? Like take it, take it down to your most basic physiological needs and assess yourself and see where you're at. Um, The other one I think is really important too is, well, they're all important, but social. So like family support, Um, there was also a time in my life where I didn't feel very supported in my dancing. Now I do. Of course, I love my family. Um, Things have changed. People grow. But there was a time where I didn't feel so supported. And so, no, I wasn't thriving in my dance career because I didn't feel that support at home. I didn't feel like I could be myself and I could be confident in that area because it just I didn't have that community behind myself. So if you're struggling somewhere at the top, which is closer to that, you know, self-esteem area, um, or if you're, you know, having a hard time uh, staying consistently confident, like take a look below on that on that Maslow's hierarchy of needs and see kind of where you are with everything. Like, do you feel supported? Do you have stability? Do you have um, are you getting rest? Rest is the sneaky one, you guys. It really is. Okay, beautiful. So we've addressed our physiological needs and now we can start making moves. Okay, so this is where this is where we turn it around. This is where we turn it around. Uh, steps one through three are kind of like check-in prereqs, okay? Step four and five, I got you. So step four, clean your space. Mm-hmm clean your shit up and I know there's like a lot of people who are like what the fuck does that have to do with anything I'm telling you right now I don't know what it is I have no idea what the psychology is about it but having clarity in your space also creates clarity and declutters your mind I don't know I really don't know what it is but when I'm like nope this is it I've fallen off I need to get back on I just do a house roundup (laughs) Erin knows it's called a house roundup we round up the house. I'm like, no, let me just mop my floors real quick. Open up the windows. Sage, right? Okay. You better clear your energy, your actual energy. Um, laundry, everything, window, everything. And don't get caught up because like 
you know me, I'm like OCD girly. Whoop, I love to do all the things like deep clean. If if you're getting stuck like in a deep cleaning like spiral, like just it don't got to be that deep. Save that for another day. I'm just talking about like a overall declutter real quick. Throw away, throw away the trash that's in your room. Take the take the cups out, all that. I think it symbolizes more of like a starting new, like a okay, I get to start fresh and new now. Um, and I, like I said, it, I like to also sage because it does clear the energy. And you can like open a window. You don't have to sage like if you're not into that. Like you could open a window, get some fresh air. You know what I'm saying? Change, change your clothes. Like if you've been lounging all day, like there's just something about cleaning your space that also gets you ready to have like a fresh slate and the lovely thing about cleaning your space is you can do it as many times as you need to so like it's not like I cleaned my space now I'm gonna be back on boom good all right well life happens you're gonna fall off again clean your space start over again you know what I'm saying so it's a it's a it symbolizes a fresh start all right, and this one is my favorite. So step five, the quarter system. I don't, I don't know what. I, like I, I, this year was like me starting to think of things in terms of quarters for the year. Because what happens is we start our year strong. Where everybody starts strong in January. We're in the gym. We're in seven classes a day. Like okay, but then like. Something happens around like March, April, May. We start to slow down. Summer happens. We party and maybe we up again. And then like around this time of year, right? Like October, September, especially September. Shit just comes to a screeching halt. A screeching halt, my friend. And then it's September and we're like, fuck it. This year's already over. Right? And then we just kind of fuck off, give up till January again, basically. So if you look at things in terms of that way, we've only had January, February, March, April. Yeah, I count on my fingers. May. Like five months of of getting shit done that we wanted to get done, really. Four, 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 five months, okay? Um, I... I don't know. I like I don't know where I heard this, but like I know for businesses like they break things up in terms of quarters. Right. Um, and I was like, I'm going to break my year up in terms of quarters. So if we so quarter one. So Q1, um, I was getting married. So <laughs> January through March, April for me, I was like in wedding mode for me so that could have honestly easily hijacked my entire year like the stuff associated with like getting married is like wild that whole uh it's a business so i still haven't sent out thank yous whatever um yeah so q1 was a little bit uh hijacked for me in terms of getting personal things done for myself now q2 baby Q2 was really good for me. I got a lot of shit done. I was really back on my consistency grind. I was in the gym heavy. I felt really good. Actually, that was my best gym, gym like quarter. 
I yeah, it was it was really good. Now going into Q3 was awesome. I was like booked a lot. Um, I worked on some music videos. I was doing a lot of like privates. Um, I just I had a very like high producing Q3, Q3 I'd say as far as like booking and things like that. Now the end of Q3, which is like last week, and like the like all of September. Honestly, let's be let's be completely real September fucked September was not good for me and I'm talking about like work wise too it was so slow at work um all of my patients were are writers so there there's been the writer strike so I have just like I've been taking days off um so you know money not coming in like it was and then um I also just like wasn't booked and then also I switched like kind of like my training schedule uh, towards the end of Q3. So like I didn't really have um, I wasn't like taking heels classes. I was taking more like hip hop hip hop. So then I was feeling like because uh, that's a harder style. So I was like, eh, I'm not doing too well. And Jim, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know where he went. The gym just wasn't there for me. So September was not good fell off now we got to the end of September and I was just like okay we're September October November December because you know once we get to September it's October November December (laughs) and I was like oh man um it's not looking too good like for the rest of the year and that's when I was really feeling like I fell off and I'm like struggling to get back on right because I'm struggling to get back to where I was previously which was really high producing and great um but I needed to look at where I was in Q2 because Q2, it was all about consistency. And that is what got me back to, that's what got me to my high producing periods. So I said, okay, Q3, Q4 starts October, literally this week, y'all, okay? And that means I can, I can finish the year hella strong. And I, I have got four months to do October, November, December. I have three months to do it. Uh, on my fingers again I got three months to do it it's not impossible you know what I'm saying it's a it's you can get a lot done in three months because I got a lot done in three months before so what's stopping me now just because it's the end of the year that's not a good 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 excuse at all so now with that newfound like oh it's it's possible I have been I feel like fallen back on. <laughs> I've been back on with my training, with my um, workouts. Oh my God, that first workout back, Jesus, please. It was bad. It was it was so hard. Um, since then, it's I've felt good. I feel sore. I hate feeling sore actually, but like I feel good again and I know it gets easier because I've done it before. But I think it's important. I really, like I said, I like to break my year up like this because it does get easy mid-year to just fuck off the rest of the year. But like, no, like if you have a clear start and finish and you get to start and finish four times a year and you think about it that way, it keeps that like inspiration, that motivation going. So even if you fall off, it's okay. You have the next quarter to fix it. Like it's not a big deal. We love to start on like a Monday, right? Oh, I'll start on Monday. Oh, I'm going to start in January. I'll start tomorrow. I'll start in a week. Like, you know what I mean? So I think a day is too, (laughs) is too hard sometimes when you're like, 
completely off. A week is good, but or like a week and a month is just like, mm, give me a little bit more time to cook because realistically, you kind of sometimes need a little bit more time. And so that's why I have found that the sweet spot for me has been quarters because a year is way too long. You guys don't plan something in January, go the entire year and then like look at your progress in December and you've fallen off the half of the year. And then here you are beating yourself up like I didn't get shit accomplished. Like don't set yourself up like that. Okay. So think of things in terms of quarters and lucky for you, this episode is coming out in the start of Q4. So here you go. Here's our start, friend. And it's, it's slow, okay? Don't don't think about high producing. Think about intentional for the rest of the year. Now this bonus tip. Mm-hmm. So we've just identified how to get, how, that we are in a, that we have fallen off, okay? And then uh, we've identified, you know, where we are as far as physiological needs. Maybe we just need a resty rest, a drinky drink, something like that. Uh, we've also identified that everybody else is falling off at the same time. They're just lying about it better than you. <laughs> or they're like posting that they're not, but they really are, I promise. Okay, and then we've identified that we can break things up in terms of quarters. So even if we fall off this quarter, there's next quarter. Okay. Now I have this one last bonus tip. Okay. And it's maybe the most important. And it is, have you really fallen off or are you tripping? Like be for real. Have you, or have your priorities just changed? And the reason I say this is because if you look at me, so I'll use me as an example. If you look at me at the beginning of my, the, the year, I was like, I want to get signed. I want to get signed. And and if you look at me now, I've not gotten signed. I have not gotten closer to being signed except for mm, maybe I'm doing more training. That's great. Um, if you look at me now, you would be like, this bitch fell off. What happened to getting signed, right? And even me, like towards like last month, that was kind of like contributing to my slump a little bit. My my falling off is I was like, damn, I'm not getting signed. Well, I haven't really, you know, like I just wasn't. Yeah. But I think that when I really sat and like thought about it, if I had really fallen off or was I tripping? I was tripping. I was tripping because I've gotten so much accomplished. Sure, it's not getting signed, but I've gotten so much more accomplished and I've gotten so much more clarity and I've gotten so many more uh, different goals that I've switched over to because I've realized that my priorities have changed. Now, would I love to still get signed to an agency? Oh, of course. Yeah. But like, have I been making that my direct, um, my day in and day out uh process like like I'm trying to accomplish no no there's other things that I have been so when I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my 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 production and I'm like I haven't gotten signs no but I have actually done this 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 and this instead and I have found clarity on this and my priorities have changed so a lot of times when we feel like we've fallen off on in one area it could be because our priorities have actually changed and we're doing well in other areas. I want you to give yourself permission to change your mind. 
I always think about that meme that's going around right now and it's Whitney Houston and she's having a uh, interview with Katie Couric. I think it's Katie Couric. And Katie Couric says, what about this, this, this or something? And Whitney goes, I changed my mind. I changed my mind because seriously, sometimes like you just need to sit there and be like, you know what? I changed my mind. I don't really care if I get signed or not or I don't really like... I don't really care if I dance for Drake. I think I changed my mind. It's okay. I think we get su like sucked into this. Like if I say I'm going to do something, I have to do it. I have to do it at, by all means. I have to do it. And if I don't do it, I'm a failure. I've fallen off. But like you're an artist, dude. Like allow yourself to change your fucking mind. Go with the flow. There's been so many like, different endeavors that I look the podcast is literally one of them I never even like what was I doing before like what was I thinking I was thinking I was I don't know but like I literally was like Boop, podcast I'm gonna go for it and I did it and I wouldn't have done it if I didn't allow myself to change my mind with things and who knows I might change my mind on something else I don't know maybe in a year I'll be, I don't want to do the podcast anymore I don't <laughs> like allow yourself to change your mind this is actually so important because allowing yourself to change your mind and then quickly executing on it is how you're going to get so much shit accomplished in the world, in your life, in the next quarter. And, and when you sit and you think about it and you fight yourself like, oh, I, but I said I was going to do this. And if I don't do this, I'm falling off. I'm fucking up. When you just allow yourself to like, I want to do this now. I'm going to change myself. Okay, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to do this. Boom. And you go do it exactly when you think about it. Exactly when you think about it. That is the that that is the key. Get it done quickly. Don't let it leave your mind. You're going to get so much more shit accomplished rather than fighting yourself over how this doesn't align with what you're trying to do and Allow yourself the flexibility to change your mind. So, yeah. So maybe you haven't fallen off. <laughs> maybe you haven't fallen off. Maybe you're listening to this episode and you were, you know, falling off. And how can I get back on? But like, I want you to really sit here and just like think about like, sure, if you think that you have fallen off, what have you been doing with your time instead? Maybe it's been other really am amazing things. Maybe you've been spending more time with your family. Maybe you've been, you know, spending more time with your kids. Maybe you have been working more, making more money. That's important, too. I'm probably going to do another episode on home life balance. But like dance is dance is amazing. Dan I will be dancing until I'm 100 years old without a doubt. But like so is my family. My family is so important. Um, more important than like, well, they're they're pretty close, guys. But like, hello, my family uh, work. I love what I do. Money is important. We have to have money to do stuff. That's important too. Like I hate when people say the 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 um uh, the broke artist trope. I hate that. There's so many other things that maybe you're focusing your energy into that are great, that are amazing. Maybe you're a singer too. I love seeing when dancers or singers or dancers or um actors or other things cuz we're not just like one thing. Um so maybe yeah, sure. You haven't gone to class in three weeks, but like what else have you been doing that is so much more important or just as important to you? 
And I got a, I got a, another bonus one for you guys too. So I just want to say too, like we're living in some ghetto fucking times, you guys. Like ghetto, it's ghetto, okay? <laughs> like, and I feel like next year because like you know election shit and all that kind of shit, it's gonna get so ugh. like. It's hard for everyone right now, financially, health wise, you know, they trying to poison us with all of our, let me not get too woke on this podcast, but like, like stability wise, like it's, it's hard. Okay. And so, especially as an artist, our environment isn't set up to nurture that. Like, Think about how many times they shut down art programs at schools or, you know, they don't pay artists well. Artists are so unsupported. They're underpaid. They don't get correct credits. It's it's really hard to create in that environment. And of course, you feel like you're falling off. You know what I mean? We're set up in like a where you're trying to grow like a pretty flower in the driest fucking soil with no water that shit sucks man it's hard so ultimately it's not you that's the problem it's not you that's fucking up it's not you that's falling off it really isn't it's it's our environment when you're able to take control and take control of the environment and you know um work with it and flow sure you you can feel like you're falling back on track or whatever but i want you to know that it's really not you it's really not you it's our society like i said we're not really set up to succeed as an artist in that way now love it i love the people that are trying to change things i always fully support um the arts and yeah like writers going on strike getting what they deserve i completely support that absolutely 100 percent i think dancers should um do the same honestly we need to be very we need to be more unified in that way but luckily we do have a really beautiful community and i think people are very supportive um and i do think that like just with affordability, like dancers, like teachers and people that run programs. I, I know I do with like my program. I try to make it really affordable because I understand. Or if like people are like, hey, I want to do this, but I can't afford it or whatever. I'm like, yo, like I have scholarships available, like things like that. So go to the go to the spaces where you're supported and you won't feel like you're falling off. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, even with like gyms and stuff like I know tons of women who do like women only workouts or when or like mother friendly only personal training. And that shit's important, too, because you be going to these gyms and motherfuckers, motherfuckers is on steroids, number one. But like, you know, you're around like in this environment and then you look around, and you're like, damn, I feel like I fell off because I don't look like that anymore. I'm not lifting that heavy or whatever. And it's not you. It's really not you. Go to the space where you feel supported, where you can be yourself. Awesome, guys. So that's my episode that I have for you this week. And like I said, it's okay to fall off and you're going to fall back on. And that's life, baby. Life is all about getting your shit together all the time. And you can either have fun with it 
or you can get stuck in a rut and I really don't want you to get stuck in a rut because I love you and I know that we can get through this together and I have been there, man. I've been there. So um, send this to a friend. Yeah, who might be stuck in a little rut, falling off, or if you feel like you've fallen off and you liked this conversation, let me know in the comments. I would love to hear from you guys. I always love to hear from you guys. A few of you guys reached out to me for after the last episode, and I absolutely I appreciate you so, so much. Uh, rate the episode for me or rate my podcast and leave me a comment, subscribe, like, share all the things, and I will talk to you guys later.